0: Our gospel for this morning comes from John chapter 1, verses 43 through 51. John writes, The next day Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him, of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? And Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. This is the gospel of our Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, dear saints, the season of Epiphany is all about God revealing that Jesus, the true man born in Bethlehem and raised in Nazareth, is the truly divine promised Messiah. Jesus is the long promised and much hoped for rescuer sent from God, and he manifests his divine power in the spoken word and in signs and wonders. Now, Epiphany began with the sign of the star in the sky, which guides the Gentile wise men to Bethlehem. And the rest of Epiphany shows how Jesus was revealed as the son of God to all who would hear him. You see, God must reveal himself to us or or we would not know where or how to find him. Many people think that they can find God through religious exercises charismatic leaders, and even participating in non-Christian worship practices. But such things, they they don't lead us to God. They lead us away from him. And he places us in spiritual danger. You see, God cannot be found by humans. No, God finds us. And he often comes to us through someone who already knows him. That someone trusts in God. They know his life changing love and they want us to have it too. This is the pattern that we see throughout all the scriptures. A Jewish servant girl told Naaman about the prophet of the Lord who could heal him and he was cleansed of his skin disease and given faith. Four friends brought their crippled friend on a, mattress to see Jesus, and he was cured and made whole in body and soul. And Philip spoke with the Ethiopian about Jesus, and he was baptized. Believers in Jesus bring those in need of God's grace to Jesus. And that's what we see happen to Nathanael when Philip asked him to come and see. Philip knew Jesus. The Lord had said, follow me, and Philip did. And he knew the Lord. He heard and he saw that Jesus is the one whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote about. The spirit-filled word of God revealed to Philip who Jesus is. Everything that he heard from Jesus and saw him do, well, it confirmed it. His eyes were opened. His heart was transformed. And Philip is so excited that he goes and he tells his friend Nathaniel that the promised Redeemer has come. And he wants Nathaniel to know the Lord as well. Now, someone did that for you. It was probably your parents or maybe a dear friend. They pointed you to Jesus, saying, come and see. Come and see the Savior who has fulfilled the law and everything God's prophets said that he would. Come. Come and hear what he has done for you. Christian parents, they bring their children to be baptized and in water and in the word a child sees and hears Jesus at work. Cleansing, forgiving, and Creating new life and giving a new identity. Without the gifts of baptism, of rebirth, and of faith, no one could find God. Our old nature is too strong for any of us to overcome that. So, in baptism, you received the most wonderful gift from God. You were found by Him, and He gives you His salvation the joy and comfort that you have in knowing Jesus well it lasts more than just that moment knowing Jesus means a lifetime of forgiveness and mercy Jesus is the one who saves you and in him you see God now now there is the Jesus that we don't really want to look at the bloodied body of Christ hanging there on the cross. And most Christians prefer, well, we prefer the sweet baby Jesus there in the manger or perhaps Jesus, our friend, or the glorified Jesus who is up in heaven. And I'm not saying that he isn't all of those things. But Jesus is no friend, no savior, and has no glory without the cross and his death. For us, it sure isn't pleasant to see Jesus suffer God's judgment for us, to see him dying, to see on him all of those sins that we shrug off or or consider just a normal part of our lives. It's horrifying, actually. But take a look. Come and see. Because once you do, once you see Christ on the cross there for you, then and only then do you realize the immensity of God's love for you. And then you realize that Jesus fulfills the law of God and the words of the prophet. The Father gave up His Son unto death for you, the Son laid aside His divine powers. To die as an atonement for you. And he wanted to do that. So that you can have freedom and life. And so Philip he goes to his friend Nathaniel to tell him that God's Savior has come. But Nathaniel, he could not believe it. This Jesus didn't sound like the Savior that he'd been looking for. After all, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip, he doesn't try and convince Nathaniel of who Jesus is or what he can do. No. He simply invites him. He invites him to come and see. But before Nathaniel sees Jesus, the Lord sees him. Jesus knows Nathaniel. He knows his heart. Jesus knows all of our faults, and yet in love, he still welcomes us. We heard in Psalm 139 today that God knows us. He knew us before we were even born. He knows our words before we speak them. There's nowhere that we can go to hide from him. Just like Adam and Eve couldn't hide from him in the Garden of Eden. And that's difficult for us to accept that God can see our darkest sins and desires. But despite what he sees and knows, he still welcomes us. That we may be made holy, washed and forgiven in him. And so Jesus sees Nathanael. And Nathanael will speak the good news, the gospel of our Lord, because he saw and heard the grace of God and was changed by it. Jesus comes from heaven to open its doors by shedding his blood so that sinners like Philip, like Nathanael, and you may believe and enter into paradise How often do we desire God like Nathaniel did and yet overlook him because we can only see our problems, our hurt and our own shame. Dear saints, turn your eyes away from your sin. Repent and look at Jesus. Look at Jesus there on the cross. That's how he wants you to see him to look and see your condemnation and judgment on him. Because if it's on him, then you are declared righteous. You are declared holy. If your sins are laid on him, then they are not on you. You are free of them. If your death is laid on Jesus, then you will no longer die, but surely live. If his resurrection is for you, then salvation and life everlasting, they're yours. Heaven's doors have been opened wide for you to one day pass through them. And in God's eyes, you are already there, there in his kingdom. But doesn't it seem like we're not there yet, not there living in eternity We live here and have no end of troubles and pains. The sins of others impact us and we hurt others with our own sins. We have fears and worries and sometimes we wonder, well, where are you now, Jesus? And yes, I can see you on the cross and I'm thankful for that. But what about now? What about now when my pain Carrying my crosses, living life here. Dear friends, the good news is that Jesus is here. He is here now for you. He is here speaking, washing, feeding, and forgiving. He is here strengthening our faith and growing us in hope and trust. And this doesn't mean that it's going to be easy, no. Life never is easy. And the evil foe, the devil, well, he makes sure of that. But Christ, the one who has called us, is faithful and just. He has made us a part of his body. He cannot forget us, forsake us, nor abandon us. He has overcome the darkness of death and he will lead us through every dark time that we face. This is the good news of Jesus on the cross. Forgiveness and salvation are yours. They are yours as a free gift. And this has changed you. Be comforted by our crucified Savior. Have joy that God smiles upon you. And may this shape the way that you live now, desiring others to also come and see Jesus that they would know him too. As a child of the heavenly father, pray for his spirit to open their hearts so that they can know Jesus even as we ask them to come and see. The invitation to come and see Jesus is for all of his disciples throughout our whole life. And there is always something new to discover Something old to learn new again. In the depth of God's love for us, well, it's new for us each and every day. And so we need to come and see Jesus often and not dwell on our sins nor focus on our own troubles. Simply come and see Jesus, hear the gospel of the Lord, and be assured that he has opened heaven's gates. For you. And may that bring you peace. Yes, the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding. May it guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.